0: Hi everyone, I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It, where we watch As We Love and then rip them apart.
1: I messed up this
0: week. What did you do?
1: Oh, I handwrote my notes so lovely and then I left them at home. Wow. I'm very upset. Wow. I'm beating myself up about it internally, so don't worry. Audience, um, you should feel betrayed. Dawn <laughs> Dawn let you down. I did. But thankfully I have a great memory. And I... This is a weird way to toot your own horn. Right? It's like reverse... (laughs) Reverse tooting my own horn? I don't... Is there a reverse of it?
0: No, I think what we're trying to say... Fuck, what's that called when you... Oh, a backhanded compliment?
1: I'm doing that to myself.
0: Yeah, backhanded tooting of horn. Correct. Something. (laughs) Whatever that is.
1: But luckily, again, I know the points I want to make. Okay, great. So you're
0: ready to jump right in and make a point right?
1: (laughs) Well, I don't want to jump in with this particular point. Right,
0: right. No, because we have to get into the episode. Thank
1: you. We have to get into the episode so that I can then bring up what I want to bring up. Right,
0: of course. Okay. Let me get us started. So the name of the episode, the title of the episode is French Endings. And There's that whole debate at the very beginning of the episode where Luke, Julian, and and Emily are talking about whether or not movies should have happy endings. And I wonder where you fall in this. What do you think?
1: I think the older I get, the more I agree with the not having happy endings. The French ending. Yeah, because I think I'm more realistic in that aspect. And I mean, everybody uses that whole term of like, it's not like the movies. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen like a movie. Not everybody gets that, you know. So it's like it's not a fairy tale, mm-hmm. which I think is also brought up in the episode.
0: Yeah. Sylvie says it to the her at some point. Art the White Knight.
1: Um, but yeah, so it's very like, I I totally agree. I agree with French endings.
0: I'm I'm rather divided on the topic because I see the value in escapism.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because the real world sucks in a lot of ways. It does. It does. And it's nice to to see some happiness and to kind of imagine a world in which we could be happy. Right. But I also, I mean, we talk about this all, all the time on the show about the unrealistic nature of certain things that happen. So I feel like I want to feel one way, but I, mm-hmm. I legitimately feel another way. Because we always criticize how Emily constantly gets her way and, like, hot guys come up to her in cafes and just, like, talk to her and it's just a thing. But, like, isn't that what we should want to see? Because that's not what happens to us. Right. So, I don't know. I was very conflicted about it. it the way that Julian and Luke were describing it, it sounded a lot more cynical than I think I was ready to hear.
1: I, f- for one, thought that you'd side more with the French ending, I think just the way we speak in our day-to-day lives
0: yes that's fair and that's why i felt i think i feel at war with myself about it because i'm not really sure i do like to see a happy ending but maybe it depends on the specific story
1: right the corniness yeah you know like if it's not i mean there can be a happy ending without
0: without the it overdoing being, it yes.
1: and the corniness and the right
0: if the road to it feels more realistic yeah. you know if there's like an actual substantial growth right then then yeah okay but i i don't know i didn't know that that was something associated with the french like i didn't know a french ending was i didn't a, know it existed either was a thing so that was kind of interesting to me especially since they are so romantic and all about love and stuff, you would think that they would be more about the fanciful interpretation. True,
1: but they are also all about, like, affairs and just like, constant... Practicality. Yeah. <laughs> Not owning, No matter what the, what the circumstance, you know?
0: Yeah. But I think Julian may be the best dresser in this show, if we do a quick sidebar, because in that first scene he was wearing this really nice suit outfit.
1: Oh, his combinations are fantastic. Yeah,
0: and it's amazing, and I think I, we've never been told before but it seems like they're playing julian as a gay character i
1: assume so as well um but not in a flamboyant aspect but just enough to give us right like i'm getting a vibe yes
0: i'm getting a vibe and whether or not that's correct maybe that's just on my own biases but i think he has the best fashion sense of anybody on the show
1: yeah well, speaking of fashion, this can then go into my point that I want to make. Or that, oh, good. Not even point. Dawn it's remembered. just It's just a... No, it was a perfect segue because it does have to deal with fashion mm-hmm. and Emily's fashion in particular. I noticed straight out the gate opening of the episode, this girl wears a lot of purple.
0: Yes. She had those boots again. The she boots. I mean, boots.
1: the dr- whatever she was wearing in the beginning, I forget if it was a dress or like a, to- a blouse and a skirt, whatever. Purple. I just saw purple. And I'm like, there's got to be a reason for this, right? So I looked up the significance of wearing the color purple. Okay. And it made a lot of sense. So I don't know if it was a particular writing choice choice yeah. or wardrobe, you know, department choice. But um, there were a lot of descriptions about it. But it says, purple both calms and stimulates our bodies putting us in the right place for introspection and focused insight it fosters creativity by awakening our senses while promoting the quiet necessary to make intuitive insightful observations purple creates a harmonious balance of awareness and peace (laughs) but then it also there was another article the psychology behind wearing purple anchored in history purple was used to distinguish wealthy from the common folk This was largely due to the fact that the extraction process of that beautiful rich color took a longer amount of time and as such was only affordable to the wealthy. Mm -hmm. But then it says it symbolizes grandeur, independence, wisdom, devotion, extravagance, pride, creativity, just to mention a few. It can also symbolize arrogance. (laughs) Interesting. And the combination of all those descriptions kind of made me feel like... Given how Emily tries to act, in the workplace especially, she tries to be that balance. I'm the American. I'm in France. I'm trying to... Like, she wants to She wants to cross boundaries, but she doesn't. But she ends up doing it anyway. Like, there's a lot. And then just the pride thing. She does have excessive pride, I feel like. Sure. And, um... But yeah, I just found that interesting that it kind of... A lot of that description or a decent amount of that description, goes with Emily and what we know of her so far.
0: Yeah, I wonder if that is a conscious choice. Because I, I don't think I've necessarily noticed there was a coat she was wearing. Oh, it was red. There was a red coat she was wearing at some point in the episode that I really liked. But it would be interesting if they if they did pick that with that idea of purple in mind i I was aware of purple being associated with royalty that that's
1: right the- and that was my first assumption yeah. but then i was like there's maybe there's more to it because again i'm seeing a lot of purple
0: well i would like to talk about brooklyn
1: can i say really quickly i think the first thing in my notes from what i remember was they really hit the nail on the head with the um you know American
0: obnoxious American celebrity yes <laughs> thank
1: you I, I yeah they, they they covered it real well I think
0: I don't know many American celebrities personally I actually found well, this no I don't think we well, know
1: them personally Well, I,
0: but I mean like I I feel like I don't is this really how they act
1: well um, is this how they behave I'm big I mean I'd hope not but I am a big like celeb gossip tabloid sure. person I follow a lot of shit And it did seem to fit the bill. It really did. With the way a lot of actresses and actors of that age and popularity can come off and be. There's a sense of entitlement there.
0: Sure, and we've we've heard about celebrities who are less than gracious with their fans or just, you know, generally like not nice people. So it's not like it's completely out of the realm of possibility. She just felt so over the top, awful. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a single thing redeeming about her.
1: Not at all.
0: I hated her from I don't know, maybe the first 10 seconds. And I didn't stop.
1: Maybe that was a tactic of the writers as well, because I mean, granted, the show came out as a whole, so it's not like oh, they got reviews and they had to start changing shit around. But given how much we don't like Emily per se,
0: oh, so by comparison, by
1: comparison, you know, like (laughs) Emily's a peach.
0: She's compared to Brooklyn.
1: Oh, I feel horrible for her having it, but I think that was the whole point, like. Throwing her into the situation they are going to
0: make her really awful. Well, they did a really good job. I hated her instantaneously. I actually think I hated her within five seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it was ten seconds because it was when Emily was trying to get to the hotel room and Brooklyn comes in and she's like, oh, give it a rest, Ratatouille, or like whatever she said to the per- – she called them Ratatouille, mm-hmm. which – is rude <laughs>
1: so i think and you could tell the only french thing she knows yeah is so a i Pixar think that rude. was actually
0: like the first line she spoke and as soon as she spoke and i was like i hate this bitch i do not like her so um i'm gonna trust that gut feeling because i it, it did not improve over the rest of the episode yeah she was awful i i didn't quite understand what why she was there or like why any of this was happening
1: i don't either
0: Brooklyn threw a party for a company that Savoir is representing, I, I guess, guess.
1: Right. I, I did not follow. The I just connection knew she was really tenuous. To, yeah. Like, it was just Emily's job to basically babysit the celebrity.
0: Yes. And,
1: I mean, did not do a good job of it. No. But in her defense, I mean... I wouldn't want to fucking handle this bitch either.
0: Oh, no. But like, you know, she she volunteered for it and maybe got punished for volunteering without knowing what the actual assignment was. Right. Cause
1: she's so quick to just want
0: to be in it. Right. Like, you know, like. Yeah. She doesn't even know what she's saying yes to. She just says uh-huh. yes. And that's similar to. So she took her to that designer from the past episode. Pierre, I believe. Right.
1: Yes. Pierre.
0: And then she runs into Pierre's son, son who's like, you know, uncle, uncle, uh,
1: nephew. nephew,
0: nephew, whatever. Yeah. Some but he was even
1: over. he was even like, um,
0: he was like, yeah, this isn't actually like a contract. Like, we don't have a deal here. So, like, why are you even here? doing yeah. Shit. And actually, I thought Emily was really rude to him. Mm hmm. This was not her usual approach. She was like, oh, well, I thought you wanted the brand to be sexy and up and coming, and that was just my bad. I thought that you guys wanted to be successful and awesome, but you just want to be lame and stuffy. And, like, she didn't go that far. I feel like she picked up
1: on Brooklyn's attitude.
0: Maybe, because was that was fucking of rude. That, yeah. And it was not her usual style of just, like, flatter, flatter, flatter until they're like, oh, my God, please, yes, I'll give you whatever you want as long as you well, stop then she talking. Was,
1: right. Well, then she was put in her place because then Brooklyn calls her in and says, I need a normal person's opinion.
0: And I was <laughs> like, uh-huh. Well, there you go. Step down a few but notches. This, this infuriated me to no end because she gets instagram picture at the end of the episode and they get the deal it's finalized and i i wanted to explode i think i wrote in
1: all caps like out of anger handwritten caps i didn't type this and she saves the day again yeah it's it's ridiculous
0: yeah and this my last note is in all caps as well and she still somehow wins and i don't Get it. And she
1: royally fucked up, too.
0: She fucked up a lot this episode. Like, this was an episode of Mm fuck-ups. One after another. Personal and business. And somehow, everything's fine by the end. And Maybe not, like, totally fine, because, like, the stuff with Gabrielle is still complicated. But, like, she didn't go home and, like, sleep with him. And then, like, Camille walk in and be like, oh, my God, what is happening? Right. So, like, that's not... A dumpster fire necessarily, but all the work decisions she made in this episode were so bad. And the fact that everything worked out. So not only this thing with Pierre, but also the contract that she signed about that $2 million watch that Brooklyn was wearing.
1: Also, was that label supposed to be Cartier?
0: I think so. I think it was forty-eight, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think when she signed that contract without being able to read it, I was like, oh. This is going to be, this is going to be a thing. This is going to be a problem. You should not read anything. You know, you and I work in a law firm. We're surrounded by attorneys all the time. What's the one thing you know? And it's not just sign something Mm -hmm. if you can't fucking read it. So I was convinced that this was going to be a problem. It was going to come back and bite her in the ass.
1: It also gave me How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days vibes. When she gets to wear the necklace to the party, oh, she runs away with it. I was like,
0: oh, this is—I get it.
1: (laughs) Granted, she didn't sign a contract, but she did run away with very, very expensive Expensive necklace
0: jewels. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think Brooklyn knew that it was an expense or cared that it was an expensive watch, but that whole thing pissed me off so much. And then she just like gets the watch back at the end of the episode. I mean, Sylvia has to help her, but like she gets it back. Mm -hmm. Everything's fine. There are no consequences.
1: There are never consequences. Yeah. I don't care if she is able to fix it. There's never any telling consequence. It's like, okay, well, because of this, you're there's a penalty or there's you're not getting a new assignment or anything for the next two months. Like some type of.
0: She should have been fired by now. Oh,
1: like thousand like percent. So
0: fired. It's just very annoying to me that. There, yeah, but there, that nothing happens because and we said this last time. The, every episode is so formulaic. She's presented with a challenge. She royally fucks it up. But somehow in the end, she pulls it out and, and gets the business or whatever the fuck she's getting. I just want to see something go wrong for her and stay wrong because nothing ever stays wrong for long. <laughs> so, But
1: speaking of pulling things out i think gabriel wanted to like i think to pull it out oh a thousand percent i didn't like the scenario that was put together for them this episode you mean that she had to kiss him not even that oh Um, i didn't like that part just the whole thing where emily mindy camille are out to lunch at the restaurant Mm -hmm. and gabriel comes and sits down to say hello to them and camille's like oh great news They want to sell him the, you know... The restaurant. The restaurant. And, of course, we get that. Oh, he doesn't want help, so he can't afford it, and yada yada. Fine. Camille says... Well, Emily invites them to the party, and Mm -hmm. she's like, I think we need to be apart for a little while. So take him to the party. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, either Camille
0: is blind... She might be.
1: I mean... We're not even talking about a French companion.
0: You're... <laughs> Wait, what's a French no, companion? No, no, I mean, like,
1: you're dealing with an American here. Okay. A foreigner, so to speak. And you're letting your boyfriend just fucking t- go to a party and dress up and, like, be her date, sort of? That's such- I mean, just the whole dynamic. Like, she's very trusting and I don't understand she
0: it. She is very trusting and- you know as as much as i agree with you now that that might give me some pause back in the day like if you've never been cheated on you're more willing to give people the benefit of the doubt i guess so and and i'm guilty of that so i i understand just thinking thinking oh this is my friend this is my boyfriend neither of them would ever want to hurt me it's it's hard to even feel like I paranoid. wouldn't even say
1: friend, though. She met her, like, two
0: days ago. Yeah, but they seem real tight, so. <sighs> Whatever. I don't know. Things move really fast. My eyes rolled really hard just then. But
1: it just, I can't.
0: I didn't like that that Emily kissed him. No. That she should not be making the first move as the single person.
1: In... Knowing he's, I mean, the first yeah. time you didn't know he had a girlfriend. Yes, That's, That's different. Fine. Yep. But now, also given, I guess, the stress he's under and all that shit, and knowing that Camille said to your face, I think him and I just need to, like, spend some time apart or whatever, however she worded it. Mm -hmm. Granted, it wasn't serious, like, they're not on a break. Right. But, like, just, you know. (laughs) We were on a break. We were on a break. (laughs) No, but, like, that's what I mean. Like.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a break. She said it to her. Yeah.
1: It's not, you're not hearing it through gabriel and not knowing what exactly was said to him no camille said it to you yeah and you had to go and do this like it was just very i didn't like it
0: yeah it was it was not the right thing to do and it doesn't matter if Gabrielle was like i fucking her all night it does it does not matter like if he wants to cheat on his girlfriend then you let him do that like don't be the one to be like okay, like, this is happening. Mm -hmm. That should come from him. That's a choice that should come from him. But to, to, to just address quickly that evening, honestly, I don't know what Gabrielle was sticking around for. That was the worst night ever. Not only was the party, like, really boring, but then he had to leave, like, very quickly with her to try and hunt down this really obnoxious actress who was, like, very clearly hitting on him in a really, like, gross way. And then they're at this club and they're, like, drinking and Emily has to go chase down. How horrible was that
1: dancing? <sighs>
0: I, I remember making a note about this as well. <gasps> so horrible.
1: I was embarrassed for cringe. them. Cringe. It was that secondhand embarrassment. Where lots and like,
0: lots of cringe. Had to turn away. Yep, I have. This is insanely awkward dancing. But then my next note is, this is the worst night ever. If I were Gabrielle, I would fucking leave. Because... She's, like, dealing with work shit all night, and it's all problems of her own making. It's not, like, like, circumstantial shit. Like, she volunteered for Brooklyn duty. She let Brooklyn get away out of her sight because she was flirting with Gabrielle. So, like, she took her eyes off of Brooklyn for one minute, and, and then Brooklyn left. So, like... <sighs> And then they can't get to the room, so she's like, let's just go have a drink in the bar. Like, And then Sylvie comes and takes her, and then they go up to the it, Like, all of it, I don't know, man. I don't know if anything is worth all of that bullshit. Mm. I wouldn't follow somebody around while they try to clean up their work mess all night. Just, just no, definitely not. I'd the be like potential. Let's call the day and I'll talk to you in the morning. Right, like you seem to have a lot going on right now. Let's just touch base tomorrow. Mm. And then like her refusing the ride home. Uh, now you're being
1: it. dramatic though.
0: I get it. I get it.
1: But you got this far.
0: Because Gabrielle was being very much a fuckboy. He's like, it's just a ride home. It like, is fuck just fuck a you. ride home. No, I don't know. Fuck you, that's not that's not true. <laughs> he was hoping that was gonna lead somewhere. It's her fault. Well... It's her fucking it's fault! It's both of their faults! We shouldn't feel bad for either of them, but... Because I think that was very a very tempting situation to just be like, yeah, it is just a ride home. But, like, I think maybe she was thinking of it more symbolically than that, where...
1: Of course, because more, she feels guilty.
0: Yeah, and she's more of reliant on him than she would like to admit. I get it. So, I like, I think it was good for her to stand up there, but she also kissed him, like, I don't know, an hour earlier, so... I don't think she gets a whole lot of credit for it. I would just like to make a quick comment about while they were in the club with Brooklyn. Um, I watch the show with subtitles Mm -hmm. just because...
1: Oh, I watch everything with subtitles. I uh, get it.
0: I don't watch everything with subtitles, but I watch the show with subtitles because I'm trying to pay attention. But did you notice there was like one song that was playing in the club? It was called Acid Polka
1: no acid polka no but i'm gonna put that on a playlist amazing i
0: just thought that was really really funny
1: as a polish person i
0: yeah we love a good polka love a good polka.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the whole antoine sylvie
0: situation oh my god i have a all caps oh no, I, my... found no. It, yeah.
1: I found it predictable the minute you saw the wife go to the party with him But it was torture to watch. It it was torture. I felt horrible.
0: I felt really bad for. I think she
1: handled it well,
0: gracefully, very gracefully.
1: Um, But the minute the wife was like, "Oh, when we get back," I'm like, "Mother,
0: fucker, yeah, fire that assistant." Yeah, I (laughs) right. Don't waste all your energy on Emily. Like, I'm sorry, if you're
1: booking a trip with your mistress, you have to fill the person booking the trip in.
0: Yeah, that, that's that a would be crucial nice. piece yeah. of information. Uh, like, what's yeah. worse, that
1: person accidentally slipping or what she did? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I get why he probably wouldn't want to tell his assistant. But I would think an assistant kind of knows all this shit already. You
0: would think. Yeah, they probably are. They're right.
1: the one they're the secret keepers. Yes,
0: they have more information than than most people. Oh, uh, yeah. That I I found this episode interesting in terms of Sylvie. We got to see more of her mm-hmm. and
1: I don't I do th- like that. I, I like it makes her feel more real.
0: I don't think that she Showed us a different side, but it felt deeper. Like, she was still mean to Emily pretty much all the time, which is fair. But we also got to see her react to something human.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, no, I know what you mean.
0: Because, like, and she handled it so well. And even the conversation that she had with Emily at the end of the episode about you still think, like, there's happy endings mm-hmm. and, like, your white knight's going to come and rescue you and stuff. And I I was so on the same page with Sylvie at that point. I was like, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, you are rude in a lot of ways. And perhaps I would not. like her as a mentor, I think. Yeah. I, like, I think I could learn a lot from Sylvie. And
1: right. Like, she's seen things like. She's lived it, and I think, does it suck she's having an affair? Yeah. Or a mistress, I should say. But it's okay.
0: It's French, so
1: it's fine. Right. And that's, yeah, like, we get it. In French culture, that's allowed. Mm -hmm, Or mm -hmm. not as looked down upon as it is here, even though it's done way more here, I think.
0: But anyway. It's done everywhere. Yeah.
1: I think she feels that's what she deserves. Like... There's something about her that I feel like she's been through it and this is as good as it's going to get.
0: I actually don't agree with that. Really? It's based on what she said towards the end of the episode that I believe, yes, made me call her a truth goddess in my notes. And it was when she said something like, you're never going to get 100% of a man and I don't want a man to have 100% of me. I wrote that And I was like... Yes, Sylvie. Yes. Like I totally get that cuz she's like I don't want the fairy tale. I don't want the traditional marriage and, you know, all that bullshit because you're never going to have 100% of someone and someone shouldn't have 100% of you. And you know what? Yes. It does make a lot of sense. Agree. So, I and and that was what really touched me in this episode of like everything that happened. I was like, damn. Yes, I've learned something tonight, and I'm so glad for it. And that's why I think it's so frustrating that Emily was so aggressive in trying to involve herself in the situation. Because Sylvie had such a good handle on it and knew what she was doing. And, yeah, that thing with Antoine's wife caught her off guard, but she handled it gracefully. She turned it around so She recovered quick, yeah. immediately. She was totally cool about it. And Emily's like, are you okay? Is everything okay? And it's like you are not friends. And I hate that that Emily keeps trying to force this friendship. Oh, even at the end she's like, Sylvie? Do you want to do a
1: girls trip? Yes. Go away. Go yeah.
0: away. Right. Like just stop. Like still. If you treated it more need you, like a work relationship, it would be so much more successful. Right.
1: Like again, you know, you get more bees with honey, like that kind of thing. Like stop. Just yeah.
0: Was, do less <laughs> i was obsessed with when um when antoine and his wife walked into the party and she was like oh my god does sylvie know he's here with his wife oh my god this is awful this is awful and then she goes to sylvie and she's like sylvie i have some really bad news antoine's here with his wife she's like yeah they were on the guest list like what is there a problem stop what like are you, right. stop getting involved in this like you know too much you probably shouldn't even know what you know And just keep your fucking nose out of it. It's so annoying. And she she's acting like Sylvie is suffering so much and she needs somebody. Sylvie's got it together. Yeah.
1: And honestly, if you haven't gotten the hint by now, just leave it alone. Leave everything alone. Yeah. Just stop.
0: Just just stop. Mm -hmm. Stop the show. Let's end it at this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Don't need to go any further. I was really obsessed with that venue, though. Yeah, it was it was like a carnival, but like it an was. indoor carnival. Yeah. There was a carousel, and I there was that game that like the oh my water god, yes! Game. But it
1: was like the waiters. French waiters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Bring, I'm like, I play that to
0: the table. That I loved it. I would love to go to a party there. I still don't know what the party was for, but I would love to be invited.
1: Yeah, it's really crazy that we both
0: missed what that was. <laughs> would be a good time. I, I think I think we know what it was. I just don't really get it. I don't get why it was happening, like, why right. would celebrity throw a party for this company? We don't quite know, but... And did you think that was an effective Instagram post, too? I mean, we talked about it before, but...
1: Maybe. The dress given on the, the floor dress, with
0: the cigarettes and, like, alcohol and stuff all over the place.
1: I think given the style of the dress, it made sense. If it was any other dress, it would not have fit.
0: But is it, it even associated with
1: the celebrity? Yeah. I, just, well, I feel She's like not
0: wearing it, so that's just... Like she's me. not, but
1: I mean, clearly, given her lifestyle, it fits pretty well. I don't know. Like, I a night of partying, and this is what you get, it's pretty on point, I think.
0: <laughs> is that what happens to you after a night of partying? Dress on the floor, cigarettes? I wouldn't say
1: dress, I'd say spanks
0: and <laughs> sweatpants <laughs> and a sports bra. I mean, if you were going to go to a party like that, you'd probably not wear sweatpants. No,
1: correct. But... Yeah, no. After, you know, everything's on the floor, scattered around, your feet hurt, you're ready to pass out, that's how it looks. I mean, granted, she destroyed that room. That was awful.
0: Yeah. They walked in, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it looked like some sort of animal sacrifice that had taken place the night before, but... I'll never understand that. What? Trashing a hotel room? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I... Oh, my God. I... I don't know, I have a nosebleed or something, and I, like, stain the sheets and I leave, like, a $20 tip. I'm like, please don't, please don't blacklist
1: me from your hotel. (laughs) Right? Like, I'm afraid to, like, not wash my face enough and leave makeup on the pillowcase. Like, (laughs) that's, that's a fear of mine. So this is, it's an extreme. (laughs) My
0: my friend and I went to Maine last September, and we were, we'd had a, like, I don't want to say a wild night. We were drinking around a campfire but we came back into the room (laughs) to our airbnb and my friend spilled like an entire glass of red wine on the bed and we were so drunk that like we were like having an issue dealing with the situation she was like oh my god they're gonna charge us for this they're gonna charge us to replace the sheets you're gonna have to venmo me let me know how much they charge us to replace these sheets we're like trying to rub it down with seltzer and like get the stain out we finally just like took the sheets off and And then when you
1: think about it they probably have like 50,000 of them oh my god
0: yeah and also like it's wine like it's not blood it's not, like, right. or stuff. Something Bodily that I'm pretty fluids. sure
1: happens way too Regularly, often. Regularly,
0: yeah. But they did not charge us good for, for replacing the
1: sheets. You didn't break furniture or anything.
0: No. It was just one of those moments where, like, you just couldn't logically process the next step of what was going to happen. I ha- I do have um kind of an interesting rewriters room proposal.
1: I, I want to say I do, and I can't remember because my notes are not with me. <laughs> I listed my notes, and then I put stars next to them of what would be rewriters from stuff, and I'm not remembering what I stored.
0: Okay, well, let's just go. Yeah, go for it. Let's do it. And then maybe something I say will jog it, although I highly doubt it, because I'm going to go out there. Okay. Way out there. We'll see. Anything you can do, we can do better. Welcome to the rewriters room. Here's what I would like to do at this point. With Emily in Paris. I would like for Emily to be a robot because that explains why she has no learning (laughs) capacity and why she's always exactly the same personality at all times and doesn't seem to be able to modify her programming and Why she was so erratic in this episode, because when she was like, she randomly yelled at people like she was mean to that one guy, the designer's nephew. Uh And then she like yelled at random people. A lot of things she did this episode were out of character for Emily, and it made me feel like her programming was on the fritz. I literally thought to myself like, damn, she's like she's like a robot that's just gone out of control. She's lost all concept of who she's supposed to be. And she went completely off the rails. So, for me, at this point, to make this show interesting, Emily's a robot. React. I'm trying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, I know you miss Westworld, but holy shit. <laughs> Talk about out there. I, I tried to warn you. You did. That would be a very interesting, a very interesting concept. It would explain a lot of fashion choices, too, but... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm i don't say i disagree robot or alien i think oh, uh, okay I, I'll, alien. okay i'll go more alien okay you know i feel like because aliens pick up more of their surroundings and try to d- would easily adapt As but is emily a adapting
0: she's not adapting very easily she's trying very hard is she <laughs> <laughs> it
1: would make sense her obsession with instagram though i mean that's yeah. that would okay but then if you think of real life and you Oh, I don't know, 87% of the population is obsessed with Instagram, so we're not all robots. I'm not saying I'm a robot. I'm just saying the Mm. concept of social media- That's exactly what a robot would say. I wish I was, because I would just force myself (laughs) to malfunction right now. I wonder if it could have so- Like, I mean, I'm trying to- I'm trying to agree with you, because I think- You
0: don't have to. No, I'm just-
1: I'm- I'm- I'm deciphering what you said.
0: I know it's a lot to take in. And I've had time to process it, but you have not.
1: (laughs) And I'm thinking too, like, oh, well, her Instagramming everything could possibly mean she's reporting back.
0: Yeah, to the mothership or the motherboard. Depending on which theory you subscribe to.
1: Damn, I would have changed my French word of the week. To motherboard? If I knew (laughs) where this conversation was going. Sorry, I wanted to... Actually, it still defines what's going on, so that's fine. Yeah,
0: I just... You know, this is just a change that I, if we're not going to get anything else, if we're going to just keep seeing the same bullshit from Emily, a reveal that she's a robot at the end would be <laughs> fucking amazing. That would redeem the entire show for me. Next like, season, Alien in Paris. Oh my God. I, or um, like Paris in like space. <laughs> we'll send somebody from, he, from Earth. Again, a Westworld
1: crossover. Somehow. I, I would love it. We just see Dolores walk in oh man i miss her I, we can't get into that we can't yeah no this because that would be a standalone too much. i imagine we just did a standalone podcast just praising or ripping apart westworld yeah um both which a little tidbit of information for our viewers our podcast kind of started because of our obsession with a westworld podcast that we listened to during quarantine last year
0: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. um it we was definitely inspired. an influence yes
0: we we decided to tackle shows that were slightly less intellectual <laughs>
1: And easy to just rip apart. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Without a lot of background knowledge.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I, and I don't, honestly, I don't even know t- where to begin with Westworld half the time. So, like, Never. I need somebody else to tell me where to begin. Exactly. A- at so least that's I a, can figure this out myself.
1: <laughs> that's an easy thing to just vent to personally because, yeah. or vent about, rather.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. I, Emily is a robot. That's my rewriters that's room. That's
1: fine. I mean, I technically, again, do not remember my rewriters room. But um, I I liked being able to contribute to yours. I thought that was hilarious. And um, I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I would just love for maybe at the end of this episode, after she kind of like short circuits from um, <clears throat> not being able to find Brooklyn. Like they bring her back into Savoir and they like somebody opens up the back of her brain and is like, let's just fix. But
1: who would know? Oh, yeah. Who would
0: know? Because they all hate her. So if they knew, maybe they wouldn't. Right. Maybe, oh, okay, Madeline's not pregnant, but, ah, uh, shit, uh, hold on, let me, let me flush this out more, but I think it should be Madeline, maybe she is again, pregnant, will but will we ever there. see her again? Uh, probably not, probably not, but maybe, maybe she is in Paris, and she came to, like, supervise, they, maybe this was the test. Oh, it's her, like,
1: eyes. Yeah, this was yeah. the
0: test run of the Emily bot, the M-bot, and Madeline's there to supervise to make sure everything goes okay, but, like, she doesn't also sink the company,
1: Right, so she's like the eyes and ears without being there. hmm yeah. But her eyes and ears are there. Are there,
0: yeah, physically, yeah. Well, we're writing a and whole Ford's other like, show. Yeah, but this is a good show. <laughs> <laughs> you would watch this show. <laughs> I mean, we're watching this one, but yes, <laughs> Yeah, agree. unfortunately we're watching this other we show. We may not that, hate watching that one. That we one. had nothing to do with, but whatever, you know, hit us up. We'll write a Netflix series for you. <laughs> Um, okay, so you have a French word for us, i do,
1: and honestly, I'm kind of glad that I picked this one, because...
0: It ties in more than you thought. It ties in
1: with this whole conversation we're having right now. Okay. So I picked chaotic.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And in French, excuse me, I'm a little congested, so I might not say it as properly. I'm sure you'll do it beautifully. Disordinaire. Disordinaire. désordonné, Disordinaire.
0: Disordinaire
1: very fast it rolls off a tongue weird but disordinary. disordinary
0: so it's like disordinary yes or disorderly disorderly okay yeah which makes sense yeah so it's a it's a
1: nice you know and i feel like i felt like the episode was given the shit she had to go through yeah well i mean
0: her she to herself is, is fucked up so. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> but starting... then you hit me with that rewriting <laughs> and i'm like this is perfect the chaos spills over into the podcast I mean, I can't help it. I'm only working with what they give me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nothing. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so we should say next week we're taking a break. We have a bye week next we week. We will not be here to cover the next episode because I'm going to Boston.
1: She's shipping up to Boston. I think I'll go to Boston. We're working on two different songs right now. I think right I'll
0: now. start a new <laughs> night. <laughs> Please don't. You need to come back.
1: <coughs> yeah, no, I'll come back. We need to finish the season.
0: I'll come back. Um, so we're not gonna be here next week, but the following week we'll be back with our normal episode and then we're gonna double up for the last two. Yes. And and do a big finish. We'll do a big the finish. The grand yeah. finale. And then we're like right up against Riverdale. Like we we're are. we're we'll, rubbing. We'll take those... another break
1: somewhere. We'll hit you with a movie that we Yeah, oh we have a movie. We're excited. And um and then Riverdale should be back and we'll do a little bit of a recap.
0: Yes, we want to get you ready for Riverdale, because uh, there was a lot going on. I'm oh. gonna have a murder board. I'm all I'm all set. Dawn's really excited to see I'm my murder board.
1: Super excited <laughs> about this. And I follow an account on Twitter that actually has a countdown. So every once Sweet. in a while I'll see how many days we have left. So it is exciting. But yeah, so next week, we'll miss you next week, but we'll see you in two weeks. Till next time. Bee boo boop. boop beep. <laughs>
0: M-Bot, brr <laughs> Shutting down. <laughs> <laughs>